This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Avon, welcome everyone to our first annual Lag Boimer, Yoimer de Hilula, Lakovid, the Tano Leki, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. So, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, before we begin, first we want to thank our host tonight, Rav Nissen Yachnis Virayosoy. We thank uh, Rav Nissen, the Yachnis family, very much for hosting uh, tonight's event and for being mahana us with a wonderful barbecue. Shkoyach Rav Nissen, may your home, may the Yachnis estate always be open for Simchas, for Torah, for Nachas, Abi Yaskoyal Tzadak. Okay, um, tonight's shir is sponsored by a number of um, very dear people. Firstly, we want to thank uh, Rab Jonathan Rogoff of Joburg. You know where Joburg is? South Africa. South Africa. The Holy Tanner should be Megan for him and his home Mishpacha. Also, tonight's shir is sponsored by my good friend Rabbi Ephraim Bernstein as Rafu Shalema for Rechel Bas Miriam Mindel. Tonight she is also sponsored by our dear friend Rabbi Yoni Klein and family, Lila Nishmas, uh, Yoni's father. Uh, Rabbi Mendi Klein was one of the great Machzike Torah of our generation. Rabbi Nachem Moshe ben Naftali Herzka. His yard site is tonight. So his Neshama Shav and Aliyah, Shemeyot Yosher, his home Mishbacha, Abi Askel Tzedek. And it's also sponsored by my dear friend Remichal Shugel of Vienna, covered the birth of a baby girl on Sunday. Tiska Legadla Latoira Ulaventoira Lechupa Ulamasim Toivim. Okay, here we go. Yoimel Dihulula of the Rashbi. So, as we know, that we don't make tziyunim for tzadikim, dvarehem, heimheim tziyuneim. Their words are their tziyun. In other words, when you learn the Torah of a tzadik, it's like you're there, it's like you're at his kever. So today we're actually traveling. As you know, I like to travel and I'm a little been a little cooped up during the COVID era. So we're actually going to two places tonight. We're going to simultaneously be in Meron. But tonight's subject, we're going to speak about the Tana, the great Achroin, the Ramah, Rav Moshe Israelis, who is the backbone of uh, Menhage Ashkenaz. We know that Rav Moshe Israelis actually was uh, embarked on writing the Shulchan Aruch and uh, the Mechaber was told he better get to it quickly because the Ramah is uh, about to release Shulchan Aruch and they both together came up with Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch set the table and the Ramah is called the Mapa. Mapa means the tablecloth. Okay, so the Minog is, and it's brought in the name of Chaim Kreisworth of Antwerp, that he would make it his business every year. He couldn't go to Eretz Yisrael he made sure to go to the kever of the Ramah on Lag Boimer. Why the kever of the Ramah? First of all, the, Lag, the Ramah's yard site is Lag Boimer. By the way, how do we know the Ramah's yard site is Lag Boimer? It, there's a very interesting Taz in Simon Tavchaf. The Taz wants to know, are you allowed to say Tzidduk HaDin? Tzidduk HaDin is, uh, you're Matzdik the Din when there's a Levaya, when there's a Tzara. Are you allowed to say Tzidduk HaDin on a day, a day that they don't say Tachnon? So the, the Taz brings that at the Levaya of the Ramah, which took place on Lag Boimer, they didn't know, should they say Tzedek HaDin or should they not say Tzedek HaDin? And an old Yid got up and he was mayed that he heard from the mouth of the Ramah 
that for a, girl, a big tzaddik, you say tzedakah din, even on a day that you don't say tachnon, and they followed his psak. So it's already recorded in the Taz that the Ramah's yard site is Lag Ba'imer. So that's the first reason to go to the Ramah and Lag Ba'imer. The second reason to go to the Ramah and Lag Ba'imer is the Ramah invented Lag Ba'imer. So what does that mean the Ramah invented Lag Ba'imer? What does the Gemara say about Lag Ba'imer? Nothing. What does the Medr say about Lag Ba'imer? Nothing. What does the Shulchan Aruch say about Lag Boimer? Nothing. For Svardim, they're not allowed to do anything on Lag Boimer. They have to wait till Amidalid. So according to Halacha, according to the Shulchan Aruch, there's no such thing as Lag Boimer. Who invented Lag Boimer? The Ramah in two places in Arachayim is the first person to say Lag Boimer has Halachic status. Number one in Simon Kuf Lamed Aleph, the Ramah writes, you don't say Tachnon on Lag Boimer. Secondly, if you look at number two, in Simon Tav Tzadi Gimel, the Mechaber says the Minag is not to shave until Lag Ba'imer, and because they say the students of Rabbi Kiva continue to die. And therefore the Mechaber says, don't shave until Lamedalid, says Ramah. In our communities, we're not makbid like the Shulchan Aruch. We're makel to shave on Lag Ba'imer. We're makel not to say Tachna Lag Ba'imer. So who invented Lag Ba'imer? Not the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah was the first tzaddik to talk about Lag Boimer, Lahalacha. So therefore, there's an Indian to go to the Ramah specifically on Lag Boimer, and that's what we're going to discuss today. By the way, in the Sefer Bircha Shmuel, which is the biography of Rabbi Shloim Aleib of Tichin, he brings that the Minog was to go to the Ramah on Lag Boimer, to give tzedakah to the Aniyah Eretz Yisrael, and if you give tzedakah, the kever of the Ramah, it's as if you went to the kever of the Rajbi. So we could say the same thing. If you learn about the Ramah, unlike Boimer, it's like you're going to the kever of the Rajbi as well. Okay. Now, a very interesting thing. In the Hagois She'eris Tzion. So you should know one of the most important svarim ever written was the Shem HaGdoilim of the Chida. The Chida records all of the Gedoilim who ever lived. And he records all of the Sfarim that were ever written. So you think, when did the Chida write this Sefer? He must have been sitting in a library, having access to thousands of Sfarim. No, the Chida was in jail when he wrote the Sefer. He was in something called a Lazaretto. He had arrived in Italy, and when you arrive in a new country, you have to go into quarantine. So they didn't let the Chida off the boat for like two weeks, or I think maybe four weeks. And he wrote the entire Shem Agdoyim, which is a record of all the of thousands and thousands of Sadiqim who ever lived, Baalpeh. And then he recorded all the Svarim that were ever written, Baalpeh. Chidah didn't have any Svarim with him. And there's a, there are footnotes on the Sefer, Hagot She'er Siyon. And he says that every year on the Yom of the Hilula, thousands of people come to be Mishtateach on the Kever of the Ramah. And they're Marba Bitztaka, Lila Nishmasai. And Bechlal, anytime somebody has a tzara, they go specifically to the kever of the Ramah. Now, I want to tell you something very interesting. Krakow in history had many, many great Rabbanim. Starting with the Ramah, the Rebbe Reb Heschel was a Rav in Krakow, the Megala Mukos was a Rav in Krakow, Reb Shimon Seifer was a Rav in Krakow, Reb Yosef Engel was a Rav in Krakow, there are many, Reb Nechem, Reb Yosef Nechemia Kornitzer was a Rav in Krakow. The Minog in Krakow is that Lag Boimer, the Rav gets up 
into the base Medrash of the Ramah, and he says Torah to Farenfer Shver Ramah. That was the Minogan Krakow. I had this chus to give a shir in the Ramah Shul. If you want to see it, ayintoraanytime.com. It's Kosov uh, Sham. But that was the Minog. The Rabbonim in Krakow gave a shir of, uh, about the Ramah. So here we have, look at number seven. Uh, the, the Goyin, the Mahar Shach, who is the grandfather of the Chsam Soifer, he writes that he once answered up a very shver uh, Ramah, and he darshaned it in the shul of the Ramah, on Lag Ba'omer, covered the yard side in the year Tafresh Yud Zayin. What year is Tafresh Yud Zayin? 1857. 1857. Fine. Rab Shimon Soifer, the Mikhtav Soifer, also has many, many amazing drushes that he gave on Lag Ba'omer. This he gave in the year Tafresh Chaf Aleph. Tafresh Chaf Aleph is 1861. And uh, he says that since Gedolim Tzadikim B'misasam Yosem B'chayeyam, that Tzadikim are greater in their death more than their, than their life, so the Ramah, for all intents and purposes, is considered like he's alive, and uh, we continue to be Yoinek from the Torah of the Ramah. Now, without further ado, I want to tell you uh, something I came across, really I was very moved by. And that is, what's the connection, mystically, between the Ramah and the Rajbi having the same yard site. I don't think you could come up with two more, maybe, polar opposite Gedoylem. Not that, by the way, the Ramah was a tremendous Mekubal. The Ramah wrote a perush on the Zayar. On the entire the Ramah wrote one of the longest perushim on the Zayar. So that already could be the Pshat. Who? There's no one who explained the Zayar more than the Ramah. But usually we tend to think the Rajbi was a great Mekubal and the Ramah was a great Halachist. But says Rabbi Shimon Seifer something Oyam Benoira. Says Rabbi Shimon Seifer, you know, you would think the Ramah came along and he was a great tzaddik and he was a great choiker and philosopher and he came up with a lot of new ideas. So maybe we'll, we'll try to be Makatsar. But basically, the Ramah's job was to gather the ancient traditions of, of Minhag Ashkenaz and he codified it in the Ramah. In other words, the Ramah did not move one iota off of the Messiah of Kal Yisrael. The same thing with the Rajbi. The Rajbi did not uh, make up Chasasham Kabbalah. He didn't invent it. This was tradition that we had from Moshe Rabbeinu. The only two people in history who they don't have their own independent name. The name of their father is seared onto their name is the Rav Shem Bar Yechai and the Rajbi. They're the only two people. By the way, a shir like this is so, is so holy, we have, to, we have to mix fire and water together. All the elements are coming together. I'm not sure how much longer we could uh, con- contain that, but the computer, yeah. Okay, we'll give it two more minutes and then we'll... Uh, a big umbrella. Maybe we'll take it inside. Let me just say this point and we'll take it inside. There are only two people in history who their name... Where their father's name was seared onto their name. You have the Rajbi, Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. Bar Yochai, Bar Yochai, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. How does go Israel? Bar Yochai. And the other one is the Ramah. Who's the Ramah? Rav Moshe Israelis. Who's Israelis? His father was Israelin. These two Gedolim, they were just continuing the Messiah of their father, says Rav Shimon Soifer. The Ramah was Rav Moshe Israelis. The Rajbi was Rav Shimon Bar Yochai. And they were so connected to the Messiah that their father's name was seared onto their name. There's, it's not Rav Moshe, it's Rav Moshe Israelis. It's not the Rajbi, it's Rav Shimon Bar Yechai. So, 
These are some important thoughts. Should we take it inside or is that possible? Slowing down? Oh. Okay. <laughs> is this good? Yes. Okay. So here we go. Um, it's raining, there's fire. It's Mamish Kinesinasa and Misinai over here. This is how it was. This is Mamish, this is how it was. All the elements. Jeffrey, how are you doing? Okay, good. Good to see you. No, I feel better. I'm here. Okay, Rabbi Sai, a few more amazing ideas. Um, I'm going to tell you, why was the Ramah's father, Zoycha, to have a Ramah? What was his chus? What was his merit? So it's brought in a very interesting sefer. It's called Rachamei Ha'av. That one time, Rav Israel, Rav Israel was the father of the Ramah. He was a very wealthy man. And the Samach Mem tried to test him. So he sent a big sar, a big officer, to his garment store. And all of a sudden, it's a Friday. And the officer is picking out one expensive fabric, another expensive fabric, another expensive fabric. And the minog of the Ramah's father was he would close his shop a certain amount of time before Shabbos. Doesn't matter. And this guy was taking one thing after another, after another, after another. And uh, the Ramah's father really strike it big. But he told the Sarah, this is my practice, this is my custom. I close the shop at a certain time. The Sarah said, just give me a couple more. He says, this is your last warning. And he closed the store on him. He lost the whole sale. And in Hashamayim, he was zoichet to have the Ramah because he was Moser Nefesh for Kavit Shabbos. Now I want to tell you an amazing thing. We always paskin like the Ramah. Why? It's brought in an amazing sefer called Be'er Yisrael that he heard from his uh, Zayda, Reb Shimon Sefer, who heard from the Chassam Sefer that the Ramah was the Gilgal of Hillel. And since we always paskin like Hillel, the Marshal was the Gilgal of Shammai, the, <laughs> the Ramah was the Gilgal of Hillel, and since we always paskin like Hillel, we're Zoycha, the Halachas, like the Ramah. Now, listen to this. After Reb Shimon Seifer, his son was Reb Bunim Seifer. So, Reb Bunim Seifer was also a Rav in Krakow. Now, in Krakow, you got to give a drasha on Lag Bo'imer. So, listen to what Reb Simcha Bunim uh, Seifer said on Lag Bo'imer. So the Ramah's yard side always comes out, Matas, you're going to like this. Parshas Emar. Emar, Oisios, Ramah. Or Bahar, or Bechukaisai. That comes to teach. Emar, anything the Ramah says. Bahar, it's like it was given on Har Sinai, Bechukaisai, and it's the statute of the Torah. That's the drasha they gave the cover of the Ramah. Emar is Oisios, Ramah. Bahar, Har Sinai, Bechukaisai, the laws of the Torah. Now, the Sefer Leif Ivri brings that they fo- said the following accolade about the Ramah. They said the Ramah died at 33 years old. They said the Ramah wrote 33 Svarim. <laughs> they said the Ramah died on Lag Boimer. And then at his Hesped, they wanted to say over 33 praises of the Ramah. So they said one praise, they said another praise, they said a third praise. They kept on praising the Ramah. And they got stuck at 32. They couldn't come up with the 33rd praise. So they're, you know, they're racking the brains. What can we say about that? There's so much to say, but uh, finally somebody got up 
and they said the following praise of the Ramah. Every year on Purim, when Purim was over, you know, after the Suda, people are full, people are inebriated, people are a little tipsy, and sometimes people don't remember to Davim Arav. The Ramah would put on a mask every Purim, and the Ramah would cover his face, and he would knock on the doors, and he would say, don't forget to say Krishma, don't forget to say Krishma, don't forget to say Krishma. And this was the 33rd praise of the Ramah. Lamaisa, this is not totally accurate, because the Ramah was not 33 years old when he was Nifter. The Ramah was 52 years old when he was Nifter. So he was not 33 years old. If you look at his kever, you'll see the years of his life were 52. The 33 Swarma of the Ramah, we certainly do not have 33 Swarma of the Ramah, although many have been lost. But uh, the Ramah was Nifter in the year Shin Lamid Gimel, Sheleg, which is the year of 1573. And he was Nifter on Lagba Omer. And I want to share with you a few last thoughts about the Ramah. Here's a, another amazing thing the Ramah ends off Shulchan Aruch with. The Ramah at the end of Shulchan Aruch. Does anybody remember what the last words of the Ramah in Arachayim are? Shivis, um, excuse me. The Lev Toiv, Mishtetamid. A good heart is always at a party. I'm, I'm good? But it has a good effect, no? It's for props. Okay. The Lev Toiv Mishtetamid. The Ramah ends off Shulchan Aruch. The Lev Toiv Mishtetamid. By the way, how does the Ramah start Shulchan Aruch? Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samid. Says of Yosef Nechemya Kornitzer, one of the great Rabbanim in Krakow. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid. You want to honor the Ramah? All the Rabbanim in Krakow would get up and they would say Taira on the Ramah. He said, You want to honor the Ramah? Don't answer stiras in the Ramah. Fulfill the first halacha of the Ramah in Shulchan Aruch. What's the first halacha? Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid. Place God before you always. That's a good starting point, that's a good ending point. If you fulfill that halacha of putting Hashem before you always, that's the biggest covet to the Ramah. What's the final comment of the Ramah in Arachayim? The Lev Toiv Mishteh Tamid. That is Mamish Ruch is like prophecy. Why? In Pirkei we have Rabbi Yochim and Zakai says to his Talmidim, go out and see, what is the straight path that a person should choose? And what does Rabbi Lezer ben Arach say? Lev Taiv, a good heart. Why is Lev Taiv the pathway, the best pathway to get close to Hashem? The Bnei Yisachar writes, Lev is Gematria 32. Toiv is Gematria 17. Lev is 32. Toiv is 17. 49. In other words, you want to get Torah, you have to count the 49 days of Sphira. The first 32 days of Sphira correspond to the heart, Lev, which is Chachma. We know that Hashem created the world with how many pathways of Chachma? 32 pathways of Chachma. How do we know this? In Bereshis, it says the word Elohim 32 times in the first parak. This, these are the Lamed Beis and the Sivois Chachma, the 32 pathways of Chachma with which Hashem created the world. <coughs> those, those elements of Chachma are needed to understand the revealed part of the Torah. Then Toiv. What's Toiv? Toiv is the light, the secrets of the Torah. The, what's the 33rd so. word in the Torah? So. Toiv. So 
in order to know the secrets of the Torah, first you have to master a lave, you have to have a heart, you have to have chachma, chachma is in the lave, and after you have chachma in the lave, you could delve into the toiv, the real goodness of the Torah, the secrets of the Torah. So the pathway to Hashem is lave toiv. That is why, why was the Zoya revealed on the 33rd day of the Omer, says Mnei Saskar. The first 32 days you work on the revealed part of the Torah. From the 33rd day and on, you have to delve into the secrets of the Torah. So the Zoyar was revealed on the beginning of Toiv. Lev, the first 32 days are for Gemara Rashi Toysus. And then the last 17 days are Toiv. That's for the, the really juicy stuff. That's for the Toiv. That's the secrets of the Torah. Lagba Oimer is the day where the Toiv of the Torah began to be revealed to the world. Therefore... And uh, that's why we have 49 days of Svira. Lev Toiv. This is the Derech Yeshara Sheyavalaya Adam. When did the Ramah leave this world? On which day? Toiv. Lev after 32 days. Toiv. The Ramah went up to. Oh, we have to. Shalom Aleichem. Maybe uh, the Rav will say a few words after. I'm just finished. Shame to hear. We have the we have the very big cover of uh, welcoming Hagoyin Rav Yaakov Feitman, who's our uh, our Rebbe, our Manhig, and uh, with uh, the Rav. We're just going to finish, and then maybe the Rav will be mechaber us with uh, some thoughts. So we're saying the the famous Bnei Yisachar that Lag Boimer is on the 33rd day of the Oimer. First we have 32 days, Lave. First a person has to be Koina, the 32 pathways of Chachma, and then Toiv, then you could start with the secrets of the Torah. So we said the Ramah's yard site is Lag Boimer. B'Nevuah, he concluded, Arachayim, V'Lev Toiv, Mishtatamit. After the first 32 days, then Toiv, the Ramah, went up to the Yom Shekulei Toiv, Yom Shekulei Arach. That's the remez to the Ramah's yard site on Lag Boimer. So we, we brought that uh, Reb Chaim Kreisworth would say that if you can't go to the Rajvi on Lag Boimer, you should go to the Ramah. Why the Ramah? Because the Ramah invented Lag Boimer. Because in Shas, it doesn't say Lag Boimer. In Shulchan Aruch, he says you can't do anything on Lag Boimer. The Ramah was the first Paisek to acknowledge Lag Boimer. So he was Zoyche, he was Nifter on Lag Boimer. And if you talk about the Ramah, it's like you're visiting the Ramah, it's like you're visiting the Rajvi. So these are some thoughts, Rabbi Yisai about uh, the Heliger Ramah, Rav Moshe Isolus. I'll say over one more thing, that uh, Rav Shimon Seifer once, Lil Lag Ba'imer in Krakow, he said, why was the Ramah Zoichet have the same yard set as the Rajbi? says the godless of the Ramah, the godless of the Rajbi, was they didn't move off one iota from Messiah Yisrael. So they were Zoichet, they're the only two Gedolim that the name of their father is seared into their name. Rav Moshe Isolus, Rav Shimon Bar Yechoi. That showed the godless that they... Continue the Messiah's Avisenu. Uh, so we have his Chus. Uh, Rabbi Feidman is making a special appearance where Rabbi Feidman has a Messiah of one of the Gedolim of the, of the previous generation, Rav Hutner, who I'm sure had Gavaldiga Torah on uh, Lag Boimer, and I'm sure the Rav has many things to say. Maybe the Rav will be Mechabidas to say uh, some Divrei Torah. Come over here. Shkaya, Shkaya. I think we need the prop again. Yeah, well, hold on. No, no, it has to show it. It has to show it. I'll take the... Where's Nisa? Where's the Balabas? Here, we're gonna get, I'm going to give the rub. Shalom Aleichem. I have to give covered for Kvayt Balachsanya. Oh, wow. It's a
So Bishul's Bishul's my my dear neighbor Rav Nisim and his Rebetzin, the wonderful family's best best neighbors. Uh, Yaakov Adin's going to get angry at me, but uh, the best neighbors on this side of my house. Okay, so but they're both great. Can I know her? And uh, we hope that we're all of our houses are going to be taken soon to Mashiach Tzitkenu with our homes. Amen. I, I really came to hear uh, Rav Gladstein Shlita, and uh, I have to tell him that I was reading about uh, his Zayda, the Chetzadik Mekadosh Levracha, and I was so nispoiled. I was so nispoiled, and, and I was nispoiled from, from all the Doris that he brought into this world, especially Rabbi Gladstein. So maybe she should hope that his, his Heligan Neshama should be an Aliyah, and uh, he should be a Melis Yosha for all of us. Amen. <clears throat> I, I, I maybe I'll just try a drop just to be nice of one little thing uh, to, to Rabbi Gladstein, whom I value very dearly as a, a colleague and a friend. And my Rebbe, too, I'm still learning about Remer Balanes. I'm only about halfway through the Sefer, <laughs> so uh, he's still my Rebbe, but uh, he's going to become more my Rebbe when I finish the Sefer. <clears throat> Quick vart. So Rabshivan by Yechai is Nifter, and it becomes a, it becomes a, a Yomtev. And Rabshir Rabbeinu is Nifter, and the, the whole Chavra Kadisha cries and they and they fast what's the pshat so all the Mepharshim bring that Maish Rabbeinu was sad because he couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael and he wanted to do by the way Gishme Bracha right I, I hope I'm sorry especially when you're under the umbrella yeah right <laughs> so Maish Rabbeinu was crying because he wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael so it was a sad day for him but Rav Shimba Yechai had planned to give over the Idra Zutra if I'm not mistaken today Tonight, tomorrow, and therefore he fulfilled his goal. So, has to show him that any of us should fulfill a goal and then die. I mean, that's not that's not my, my message. But my message is that we all have to have goals, and the goal is Malin Maridin. Like the Rav said, by the Ramah, it became Takaps and Aliyah for his Neshama, and by Radharajbi also. But by every one of us, it has to be that we fulfill the goal to say that we finished. So the Rav was kind enough to mention my Rebbe. So my Rebbe always used to say, everybody that ever heard this from me knows it a thousand times, you never say about a Yomtev that a Yomtev is avekigang and it went away. You say the Yomtev is tzugekumen. We added a Yomtev to our arsenal. So what does that mean? It means that everything that we have in our body, in our soul, in our DNA, adds to the next step. It's just a stepping stone. So, this stepping stone should be today, this beautiful, like, it should lead us to to the Rajbi's Torah, which leads us to the Gula Shalem of Meher Amen. Amen. So, we're going to sing some Nagunim. Maybe the, the Rav will join us for one of the Nagunim. For, we'll sing. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's that? We'll You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.